So in the last episode, we talked about importing from CSV files to uh, create records in your Rails application. And in this episode, we're gonna talk about uh, exporting those same records. So we're gonna use the same CSV library as before, and uh, you're gonna to wanna to make sure that you have a require CSV inside your application.rb. So put that right before rails slash alls require statement and uh, restart your Rails application. That will make sure that you have the CSV library uh, available in all cases. So once you have that, we're simply going to um, take our users route and we're gonna uh, accept the format of CSV. So we're gonna create a, a URL here called slash users.csv and this .csv file extension in the URL is automatically parsed by Rails as a format. So if we go to the users controller, well first let's take a look at the routes. Uh, I have resources users, and that's gonna be what sets up slash users, of course. And when we come to the controller, we have the index action, and that will be what slash users points you to. And in here, we simply need to respond to um, a new format. So by default, this will look for HTML or JavaScript templates or XML or JSON um, inside your views folder. But because we don't actually need a view for this, we're going to set up a respond to block. Uh, and we're going to say, let's continue responding to HTML, but let's also respond to the CSV format. And if we pass a block in here, it allows us to render a file. And all you need to do to render a file is send data. And this is simply going to um, send data back to the browser. So this sets up the response in such a way that it will download the CSV file. And since we've already queried for users, we have the at users variable and we just need to convert this to CSV format. Now, uh, what we're gonna do is we're going to make a method called to CSV on the users class. So that model is gonna have a class method that uh, handles creating a CSV. So if we save this, we can open up the users model and scroll down here and create a to self.toCSV method. Now, um, we could have some options here or whatever to determine if you want to add headers or not. So I'm always going to go with headers. I think headers are uh, uh, an important thing to use, if especially you want to keep this consistent between uh, your exports and your uploads. So if your imports require headers, make sure your exports also include the headers. If they don't, then don't worry about it. So. Keep those consistent so that you have the same format both directions. Now, to actually create the CSV, we use the csv.generate method, and this is just going to be passed in a block, and it, it will pass in the CSV as an argument. So we'll be building this in memory, and we'll return it back to the controller, which sends that to the browser. So one thing we want to do is this generate method takes the same options as the uh, CSV import does. So if you are importing a CSV, you can set headers as true, and we're gonna wanna do the same thing with CSVs generate. So here we can say CSV 
And then we want to create a, a row for those headers. So let's actually make a variable called attributes. And then we'll set this equal to uh, one of the special array creation mechanisms in Ruby. If you use percent %w and then any sort of um, punctuation here, like curly braces, or you could use parentheses here, or square brackets, um, this allows you to type words separated by spaces and it will generate an array for you. So we can do that in the uh, Rails console real quick. So if we do percent %w, square brackets, a, b, c, we'll get a uh, string with, or an array of strings, a, b, and c. And if we do percent %w parentheses, a, b, c, d, e, f, then we'll get the same thing. So it's just a shortcut for creating uh, arrays of strings, uh, which I find really useful in a situation like this. So it makes this easy for us to say ID, we want the email, we want to export the first name, and let's also grab the last name. So we'll have these attributes here and we can pass them in as the first row. So if you do CSV and shovel on an array, then this will tell the CSV to generate a new line with those columns. So it knows how to take an array like this and then convert that to one long string separated by commas. So what that's really just gonna simply do is if we want to take an array like that and we say um, we have A, B, and C as an array, so imagine our attributes variables that what the CSV uh, shovel operator does here is simply take those attributes and then joins by your uh, column separator, which is normally a comma. And that's it. That's all it does to generate a row. And then probably it's going to append a new line character at the end and then just build out your CSV format like that. So CSVs are really simple, but this library makes for a lot of shortcuts for us. So now that we've got that, um, we can use the all scope, and this will allow us to say for each of these users, then let's shovel on that record, and for the user, we want to grab their attributes, and then we want to get the values at attributes and we use the splat operator here to um, make each of these items in the array a single argument to values at so what this allows us to do is say let's grab the last user if we say last user dot attributes this gives us a hash with string keys for each of those um, and then when we do values at if we said id then it would give us the value in an array format, uh, which is exactly what we want for our CSV. And then if we did something like email, as the next parameter, it would give us 25 and then example at user.com. Now I want to point out here that using the all scope on here is not going to override the scope that we have in the user's controller. So if you use uh, a different scope here, say maybe public users or not deleted users, this user's uh, instance variable will get set to that. And then when you pass it in to the controller or from the controller to the two CSV method, this 
will be like appending the scope of all onto the previous scopes. So this won't mess with your scopes at all. It will continue keeping the same scope. And in previous versions of Rails, that would have been scoped. But they switched that to all and I think deprecated that uh, old scoped method uh, because this reads a little bit better. So that's as far as we need to go for handling CSVs. And now when we actually execute this slash users.csv, we should get a downloaded file. And if we open that up, we get the attributes and all of the records there, just like we expect. So if we go and just modify one of these, let's delete the last name out of here, refresh the page, uh, and then download the file again, we should get this time the same file without the last name. So everything's working correctly and we can make adjustments as necessary. So this is really nifty um, and it allows us to pull out attributes exactly from the uh, records in the database. So this is really cool. One gotcha to this is that if you are using attributes, like maybe you have a name method here, and, and you don't want to use first and last name, if you want to do that, then you're gonna have to set this up a little bit differently. See, this is not a, an attribute in the database, it's actually just a method on the instance. So in that case, you would want to adjust this and say uh, name here instead, and rather than doing attributes, we're going to replace this with a loop around the attributes and we're going to map that and create a new array. Uh, and this time we're gonna take the attribute name and then we're gonna call user.send and pass in that attribute name. So what that will do is basically call a method by name. So if you have a user and we have the last user in the database, if we call send and we pass in name, it will call the method called name on the user. And we can do the same thing for uh, things like ID, if it's an attribute, and that. So we'll um, loop through all of those, ask the user to call that method, take the result, put it in a new array using a map, and then shovel that into the CSV as a new row. So that is a way of using things like these um, sort of fake attributes that we've created, these helper methods around functionality like that. So it allows us to do a little bit more complex things. And then if we grab users.csv and open that file, uh, you'll see now that we have the name column and we've copied uh, both the first and last name into there. So that is a very simple um, introduction to importing and exporting from CSVs. I have a couple pro episodes to talk about uploading CSVs through forms if you're interested. Um, this is very similar to uh, pretty much exactly the same as what uh, Ryan Bates covered in Railscast a long time ago. And the reason it hasn't really changed at all is because the CSV library is built into Ruby now. Uh, it uses the exact same functionality and that's really it. If you um, don't, if you don't use a gem or anything like that, not much is going to change. The API is pretty stable, and all you're going to need to do is uh, add 
a couple lines to your controller and one method to your model to set that up. So this is a really simple way of doing that. You can also take a look at the send data method. Um, send data rails is all you need to Google for that. And it gives you some options if you want to control things like the file name. So let's grab data streaming send data that we want to get. And uh, so you can do disposition as inline or attachment. This is really cool if you're doing PDFs because you can force the download using attachment or uh, because browsers now render PDFs inside of them, you can do uh, a disposition as inline to render it inline. Not sure if that works for CSVs, but let's try it. Disposition inline, save that and see what happens. So CSVs are gonna get downloaded because they uh, don't actually have the ability to really render a CSV. It's just plain text, but um, that's, that's kind of what you might expect. So you can also pass in like the option of file name and imagine that you want uh, the current date attached in there. So you might have users dash date dot today as your string. And now if you go to users.csv, the file you get downloaded uh, will be that file name. So you'll also wanna make sure you get the .csv in there to control that. But this is gonna be useful so that you can create um, your own file name format so that users.csv, uh, the file name and the URL that you accessed isn't converted directly. So as you saw before, I had users and the browser was doing parentheses one and two and so on. This allows you to kind of um, set this up on your own and follow the, the format that you would prefer. So something like dates and times is very common to do. Uh, but it's really up to you. If you're scoping things out and people are searching, you might want to put some of those search queries in the file name. But uh, yeah, that's the basics of exporting CSVs. So if you have any questions, please post a comment and I'll see you next episode.